Hello, I'm Danny DeHeck. Have you been scammed by Hyperverse? Or have you been scammed by your sponsor? The person that introduced you to Hyperverse, are they the ones that have taken your payment for your membership account? Now, you might not think that means much, but this could be an opportunity for you to get your money back. Because if your sponsor has been paying for your Hyperverse membership account, then you would have a case against your sponsor. Now, let me explain. I'm going to do this clicker thing so I can line up the audio nicely. So this is literally the title that I've written down here. Have you been scanned by your Hyperverse sponsor? Fraud recovery strategy explained. And this is talking about money laundering. And a lot of this I'm just going to read. I've actually recorded this three times and I just want to be relaxed and I want to keep you with me and I want you to explain the strategy because this could be an opportunity for you to get your money back from your investment in Hyperverse. So first it's important that I explain the uh, reward, the community reward structure. There's actually 20 levels of commissions paid out when you introduce people to Hyperverse. Hence why it's rampant and it's taken off with great success. So let's mention level one. Let's say Danny puts in $1,000 and he introduced Mary and she also invests $1,000. So Danny, which is me, is going to get 20% of Mary's $1,000 straight out of the gate. That means Danny's going to get $200 worth of Mary's money just by introducing her. Or $600 after 600 days if Danny decides to leave the money in Hyperverse. And this is what they call compounding. So Danny recruits three more people like Mary, which means after 20 months, Danny's actually going to get $5,400 back which is too good to be true. I'm sure you would agree with me now. So then you've got level two. So let's say Mary, who Danny introduced, she recruits Steve. Steve puts in $1,000. Then Danny will get 15% of Steve's money. Mary will get 20%. So then if Danny recruits nine more people, like Mary, he'll actually receive $12,150 in 20 months which is a pretty good return for your $1,000 investment. Level 3 gets a little bit deeper. So you got Steve. He introduced a friend called Pixel, and he invests $1,000. So now Danny, way at the start, he will get 10% of Pixel's money. Mary will get 15%. And Steve, who's just new to the game, will get 20% of Pixel's money. So if Danny recruits 27 people like that, he's now going to receive $24,300 over the next 20 months. So this is why Hyperverse did so well, because there's no such thing as a 20-level structure. And just using the formulas that I've just told you, it's actually unsustainable for it to su survive financially. Unless you have a billion-dollar investor like Ryan Jew, and he's got money to burn, right? And he wants to build a community at any cost, a community of influencers that are going to rave about his ecosystem concepts that he's going to build on the metaverse that doesn't even exist yet. 
So what happened to Hyperverse? Well, basically, 2022, it wasn't sustainable for them to keep paying people out. However, many of the people that had invested in Hyperfund or Hyperverse have actually still got HU sitting in the back end and they are having all their withdrawals failed. So they have to say they want to withdraw money and it comes up reward failure. Sorry, um, yeah, reward failure. No one's getting the money out. So these sponsors decided they could get the money out in other ways. And this is where the money laundering happens. And this is where I reckon these guys are going to get prosecuted for doing money laundering. And let me explain why I can say that with confidence. So these sponsors decide that they would recruit and they would get set up accounts for new people that wanted to get involved in this opportunity. They wouldn't mention anything about the failures of withdrawals. They would pretend all systems are go and everything's normal and it's just a glitch, which I'm sure you've heard them saying. So when a new investor come along who wants to get involved in the opportunity, these um, sponsors would say that they would actually help and they'd help them with the whole process. And I've literally seen them on these Zoom meetings guiding people how to transfer money from their credit card into crypto and then send USDT to a crypto address. And you may have heard of a time period where people were actually gifting Hyperverse memberships to friends and families. Well, this is all part of the same strategy. So the people that got gifted these memberships didn't have to pay anything for them initially, but when they started receiving the rewards, they were to pay the sponsor back the money for the membership account. And this was the way the sponsor was getting his money out of Hyperverse by selling memberships to friends and family. These new investors were given a wallet address to send their USDT to. However, would you be surprised if I told you that a lot of the time, not all of the time, this wasn't actually going to Hyperverse. Hyperverse was not collecting your USDT. It was actually going to the sponsor's wallet address. And this is where it actually gets a little bit tricky. The sponsor could purchase new membership accounts. To do this, he could use 50% USDT and 50% of his HU to buy a new account. Because he couldn't withdraw his HU, he decided to use it to create accounts for new investors. So if you watch one of my other videos I did, I was suggesting, suggesting that people actually went after their sponsor rather than going after Hyperverse. And this is one of the reasons why. Because you'd be better off going after the sponsor who introduced you to it. You could pull their bluff and you could accuse them of providing financial advice when they shouldn't have done. You could also accuse them of promoting a Ponzi scheme, which is illegal in many countries. And they might get scared and decide that it's just a good idea to pay back the money so that they don't have to go through the legalities of it all. However, I think I have a legal case here to go after your sponsors. I bet your, you can bet your bottom dollar that your sponsor was actually creating um, you a membership account using their USDT. Now, why is this good? 
They would have to use obviously a mixture 50-50 HU and their USDT because they couldn't get their money out. And then they would hand over the keys, so to speak, to your account and you would be none the wiser. And they have just managed to, let's say Danny decided to invest in Hyperverse and test the waters. He hands over a thousand USDT to the sponsor. The sponsor takes 50% of that money and puts it in his own wallet. And the other 50%, we probably took the whole lot. And then he would have gone and created an account using his USDT wallet address, or his own USDT, and 50% HU. It gets confusing. I think you follow me. I hope you do. If not, put it in the comment section. And then, so technically, what I'm getting at is your Hyperverse membership account, you probably didn't pay it. So if you did decide to take Hyperverse to court and you managed to find out the people behind it and Sam Lee or Mr. H or um, Ryan Zhu have decided that they're going to stand in front of a judge and you're going to accuse them of taking your money, you may be surprised when they say that they never received a payment from you so there was no fraud happening. So the question is, how do you know whether your sponsor used your USDT to create your account or their USDT and HU to create you an account. I've actually heard, I interviewed a guy by the name of Colin, and this is what actually got me thinking this way. He put 320,000 Rand into a crypto wallet address that his sponsor told him to. And he said to me that the sponsor was initially paying him back the rewards. And I'm thinking, why would the sponsor be paying the rewards and why wouldn't he be getting the rewards out of his Hyperverse account? Now, the sponsor isn't speaking to him anymore and won't answer his call and basically has ghosted him because Colin decided to go to Rocket Support and ask them for his reward money and to get it out. And they obviously haven't but the sponsor was upset. So I'm assuming that the sponsor had created the accounts and he'd been using the money that he'd got to keep Colin quiet by paying him some of the rewards. I reckon, well, this is money laundering at its best. So ethically, would it be good and fair to say these VIPs are in pretty deep? Can you imagine what, why they're so loyal to the community now? I'm not saying all VIPs and sponsors have been doing this, but from what I have been hearing, it's actually quite a common practice. So let's take the regional sales director, Keith Williams, for example. It's been rumoured that Keith has hundreds of thousands of dollars stashed around his house from people who have been asking him to set up their accounts. So Keith will have been using the reward money and topping it up with probably his own USDT and then giving access to the accounts that he has structured in the teams that he has been creating. And, and this is where it gets really excited. Keith and the sponsors have been creating multiple accounts, knowing that if somebody invests $1,000, for example, they would get a click of the ticket along the way and get an extra 20%. However, I'm pretty sure that they would also know that they're never going to get any more money out of Hyperverse, which is really unethical because they are selling Ponzi schemes to people knowing that they're never going to get their money out, not because of 
bad management and people creating multiple accounts or the crypto dying, but from their own experience, they haven't been able to get their money out. So now they've decided, how can I get my money out of Hyperverse? And they've been, you know, taking other people's USDT and, um, you know, selling them membership accounts. So what's my point? You need to check who paid for your membership account. So you can actually do this by logging into the back end of your Hyperverse account. Simply go to the deposit transactions and see um, what they use to create your membership account. You know, what payment method was used? Was it a combination of USDT and HU to get enough money in your Hyperverse account so they could purchase you a membership? If so, you can bet your bottom dollar that your sponsor is a ruthless son of a bitch. You could potentially take them to your local lawyers for committing fraud. The sponsor is the one that has taken your money. Not Hyperverse. So hopefully you could use this information and challenge your sponsor. Or, as I've said in the Hyperverse lawsuit video I've done, is go after your sponsor. Go after the person that introduced you to Hyperverse and tell them that you are going to take legal action against them for committing fraud. That's what I would do. And use the logic that I've just shown you and go into your account and just see whether they have been purchasing your accounts for you on your behalf. And then you'd have to question the fact, what have they been doing with your USDT? And is it possible that they will give it back to you if you threaten legal action using the strategy I've just mentioned. I'm Danny Heck. Love your comments. Please hit the thumbs up and also uh, subscribe and hit the bell so you're notified when my new uh, YouTube uh, videos come out. And if you're listening to me on my podcast, thanks very much. I really appreciate any comments that you may have. And if you want to, uh, to give me any information, please do go to dehick.com, use the contact page, and you can share information with me um, about these Ponzi schemes. There's a real scamdemic going on at the moment, and my goal is to help save you from giving these people who love your USDT, your crypto, stop giving it away, and start putting it back in the good old conventional banks. That's what I reckon. All right, have a good night, evening, day. I'm Danny Dehick, and I'm out.